Welcome and thank you for listening. My name is Jace Anderson, founder and artist of the Cristobone Tarot Deck and author and designer of the Cristobone Tarot, a search for who we are guidebook. This podcast serves as a platform for me to document my journey through life as an artist. For now, the format of this podcast will be loosely based off the structure of a standard deck of tarot cards. Because podcasting is a new adventure for me, the frequency of my episodes will be as often as I can manage. But today I'll be talking about the first card of the Cristobone tarot deck, The Fool. I will be reading out of the guidebook, so if you haven't already done so, visit my website to download the free PDF guidebook. That's at jaceandersonrecords.com, spelt J-A-C-E-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-R-E-C-O-R-D-S.com, and scroll to the bottom of the screen to sign up for exclusive offers. Once you do that, you will receive your very own copy of the guidebook in your email, absolutely free. So before I continue, pause this episode right now and head over to jsandersonrecords.com to read along with me. When the Crystal Bone Tarot, the Fool is the very first card, and in the guidebook it's on page 54 and 55. And the definition I have written on page 55 is, a frame is hung and is labeled with two zeros. Within the frame, a vast open land seems to stretch outward infinitely. Is it a mirror? Is this a canvas? Is this an opening to someplace new? Looking closely as one takes the journey through the major arcana can answer these questions. Be adventurous and open-minded while stepping into the unknown and throughout this entire transition. At this time, a blank slate and a fresh beginning are being offered. Have confidence and faith. Take the leap. And the included affirmation is, I am curious as I step into a place of wonderment and intrigue. So as mentioned in the definition for the card in my guidebook, the fool asks you to keep a close eye to any questions that might come up as you take the journey through the major arcana. So basically what the major arcana is, cards 0 through 21 of any standard deck of tarot cards. Card 0 is the fool. And in Crystal Bone, the fool could be placed anywhere throughout the entire deck. It kind of serves as a window of the self, if you will. Part of the reason why I designed it as a window. Sometimes the fool will show you things that you don't necessarily want to see. It will remind you that you are standing in your own way. However, a lot of the times, the fool will encourage us that we are also the reason for all of our successes. The fool is what inspired the Joker in a standard deck of playing cards. However, there's only one fool in Crystal Bone and most tarot decks. When it comes up in a reading, it's a reminder of the childlike wonder that might be surrounding you at this time. Don't forget to have some confidence and a little bit of faith as you move into the future. The unique definition for what the fool can mean in the Crystal Bone tarot deck is how it resembles a portal. With Crystal Bone, I was loosely basing the world that each image lives in as a separate dimension from the one that we currently live in as humans. Kind of like a, a layer of consciousness for each of the cards. And the fool, being the portal, is how you step into that dimension. It's this opening or hole 
that you can crawl or climb into to experience new corners of what it means to be in any part of your life journey that you might be in right now. So to add a little bit more understanding to this card, I'm going to be doing a three-card reading to look at the Fool in three different new layers. So if you go to page 39 in the PDF, I broke down what a three-card spread can mean in a very simple understanding. And I invite anybody who is a tarot reader, whether they're seasoned or new to the entire practice, to take most of what they do with tarot cards and simplify it. It doesn't have to be this complicated, otherworldly experience. I know it's a bit of a contradiction as crystal bone is supposed to be its own dimension. However, there isn't anything mystical about this practice. It's just simply looking at things in a new way, in a way that you might not have been open to looking at them by yourself. So a three-card spread, and forgive me, I'm going to be shuffling as I read this, it is as simple as literally just three cards, three images, or as I like to put it sometimes, three scenes in a comic strip. We already have the fool in front of us, so we're going to be looking at that card with three new ones. And sometimes a three-card spread could represent from left to right, the past, the present, and the future. It could represent you, what's between you and someone else, and the last card being that other person. It could be the mind, the body, and the spirit. It could be a situation, a challenge, and some guidance. It could also be what you should start doing, what you should continue doing, and what you should stop doing. And if you are looking at page 39 in the guidebook, you'll see that I left a section for you to create your own three-card spread. And the little insert at the bottom of the page says a three-card spread may just be the most versatile out there. They can help you better understand several aspects of nearly any inquiry in copious ways. I would even suggest that you can experiment with your own positions. So after I shuffle, I like to cut the deck into three piles. I like to reverse one of them. And after that, I collect the cards back into one pile and I draw the three cards from the top. So the first card that we get in this reading is the Eight of Swords. The second card is the Five of Crystals. And the last card that we get is the Two of Swords, and we got it reversed. So like I mentioned earlier, this podcast is going to be organized or structured in a very similar way as the as a standard deck of tarot cards is. So I'm going to be going through one card at a time through the entire deck. The reason I bring this up is because these three cards that just came up in my reading, I will be talking about them in a future episode with more detail than I'm about to go into now. So the first card, the Eight of Swords, is designed with the figure with their hands over their face and on their wrists are handcuffs. Behind them is a wall with keys hanging from it and also a sword. So in combination with the Fool, the Eight of Swords typically tells us that we're standing in our own way or we are the reason for our own problems. We've caused the problems that we are bothered by today. 
in relation to the fool, I'm seeing this as just bringing that entire understanding and meaning to a new octave. Whereas the fool kind of reminds you that you are looking at yourself. The eight of swords shows a figure covering their face. So these two cards together are telling me to take a good hard look at myself and what problems I might be causing or what obstacles I might be putting into my own way. And the Eight of Swords is a heavy reminder that the keys to your own prison are right behind you. The second card in this three-card spread, we got the Five of Crystals. And on this card is a figure wrapped in what appears to be a sheet. It doesn't look very comfortable or warm. They are laying on the ground, leaning on a wall. And above them are five very sharp crystals that look like they might be falling at any moment and impaling this figure. Next to the figure on the ground looks like a cardboard sign they may have written, almost like a beggar on the streets. Far off in the distance behind the five of crystals is another wall, implying that this figure has walked from the wall near the horizon toward the wall that they are on now. In relation to the Fool, the Five of Crystals, which usually speaks on poverty or homelessness and also being unable to protect the self from uncomfortable weather, the two cards together are asking us to remember that life is complicated. However, there is still room for us to enjoy it. We can have that childlike look at things once again and keep finding that perspective throughout our entire lives. Because what else is there to life if you're not enjoying it? The biggest lesson I'm seeing with the fool over the five of crystals is suggesting that although things might seem rough or impossible at times, give yourself that out, even if it's the tiniest amount, to find comfort and value to your own existence. So the third and final card in this three-card spread is the Two of Swords Reversed. So if you take some time to go to page 47 of the PDF guidebook, you'll see that I wrote a small section on upright and reverse cards. So when upright cards, which is what we have been reading so far, present themselves in a reading, the card is used through the lens of your very first instinct or with the written messages within this guidebook. These cards can be looked at as external reflections of your mind, as a reader, as the current, as a situation, as someone else or others, as a thought, anything that is within, anything that is without. Observe carefully for intuitive information. But when a reversed card presents itself in a reading, it still has the same message as the upright card, as its upright version. However, it does portray some additional layers of meaning and new messages. So in the guidebook I've written, it is not necessary to read a reverse card by any given reverse meaning, as it may overcomplicate a reading. It is suggested, however, to consider the possibility of reverse perspectives to gain further insight into a reading. 
life is complicated, so can be the lessons in Crystal Bone. When a card presents itself upside down, it can suggest that the reader, the current, someone else, or others may be consciously unaware of what the card is pointing to. It's very interesting, so remember that the card might be talking about something you or someone else might not be aware of. There may be indications of delays or blocks when a reversal shows up. A hesitation or resistance can be in play. And at rare times, a reverse card may even contradict the entirety of its upright meaning. Listen very carefully to your intuition. Many reverse cards in a reading can suggest for the current to be more aware of their surroundings. So with all that being said, we got the Two of Swords reversed. And a lot of the times when we get the Two of Swords upright, it speaks on a fight being ended with no real winner and no real loser. So with the Two of Swords reversed, in comparison with the Fool, I'm seeing it as a suggestion to move into the future, ready to fight for what you believe in, for your own personal perspective and journey through life. So just to recap, the Fool reminds us that at this time, a blank slate and a fresh beginning are being offered. We need to have confidence and faith when we take the leap. And find some time today to to remind yourself of this affirmation. I am curious as I step into a place of wonderment and intrigue. I am curious as I step into a place of wonderment and intrigue. So again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Jace Anderson Records podcast. Please subscribe so that next time you will be notified when we talk about the second card of the Cristobone Tarot deck, The Magician, and where we'll dive a little bit deeper into understanding how to use tarot cards and read the symbolism in Cristobone. The deck is now available at jaceandersonrecords.com store. Purchase yours today, and by the time we have the next episode, you can be using your cards along with me.